Advice and exercises and anecdotes from my career in radio and TV studios, from mic technique to voice care tips and and the physical and the psychological, from relaxation to hydration. This is Get a Better Broadcast podcast and video voice. We're talking about pronunciation, uh, pronunciation guides, mispronunciation. I had a bit of fun with those a few days ago as well. Foreign names can be quite awkward to come across, but with the increasingly global village, they're much more likely to appear. Now, a produced commercial script should have been passed so many people to sign it off that a pronunciation should be supplied for that voiceover artist. If it's not, perhaps in the case of a, of, of a news story, um, a call to a native speaker of that language, or, or, or maybe uh, the country's embassy or consulate might be helpful if you don't have a, an online or trusted pronunciation guide or unit that you can call, which we spoke about yesterday. And alternatively, there may be some occasions where you can actually omit the name of a foreign dignitary or politician in a news story uh, the first time you come across it, and if you don't know how to pronounce it, and just use their title. Uh, as a last resort, if you're suddenly handed a breaking news script or something like that and you're not sure, just take a deep breath, say the word confidently as well as you can and carry on. And, uh, I mean, if it really is unusual, the listener probably knows no better anyway. Of course, the question could be asked why he hadn't spotted the name before going into the studio. Obviously, uh, you kind of missed out on your show prep there and your bulletin prep. But take, obviously, the first chance you get to check it out. A basic, although not infallible, rule of thumb, certainly before you've got a chance to get a definitive guide, is to anglicise a pronunciation if indeed English is your mother tongue. Um, and, And presumably the same rule of thumb usually goes for native French speakers, if you're listening to this and maybe you're broadcasting for a French radio station or a German podcast or whatever it happens to be. Presumably it's the same rule of thumb for pronouncing foreign names and locations in your mother tongue. Yeah, uh, uh, so, so, so you would you, you would make it Germanic or, or French in the same way that we would make it more anglicised. You would say it with your accent rather than that of a native speaker. What do I mean? Well, we say Paris rather than Paris, for example. We would say Sweden rather than Schweden. Forgive me if I've got those pronunciations slightly wrong. But but you get the idea. And also, if you are suddenly thrown into an on-air studio and having to pronounce foreign names, watch out for those classic pitfalls that you still occasionally hear of the country T-A-N-Z-A-N-I-A. How are you going to say that? Yeah, write it down or or bring it into your mind's eye. Let me spell it for you again. I've got a couple of these for you. T-A-N-Z-A-N-I-A. Yeah, how are you going to say that? Tanzania, not Tanzania, to rhyme with Albania. Oh, it can throw people. Got another one for you, which is always a bit of a problem when you come across this because your head is telling you, no, 
I mustn't say this incorrectly. I will look such a fool. Now, you'll know this one, certainly, if you're in America, because it's, uh, it, 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 it is an American place. OK, but let me spell it out for other people. How are you going to be saying A-R-K-A-N-S-A-S? Or perhaps if I, if I break that up in a different way, I could throw you a little bit more. A-R-K-A-N-S-A-S. What are you going to say for that place? Yeah, it's not Arkansas, as in Kansas. <laughs> of course, it's Arkansas. But again, for a Brit, that can potentially throw you. You've got to kind of keep a, keep your wits about you if you see that uh, 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 coming down the uh, coming down the line in a new script or something like that. Particularly when you're live. Now, now, having said all of that, and I said it was only a rule of thumb, many foreign words have, of course, entered the English language anyway, some of which we do say how a native might say them. We haven't anglicised them at all. So we usually say parfait, yeah? Whereas an anglicised version might actually put the T at the end because it is spelt P-A-R-F-E. A-I-T. So we'd say it much more in a French way, parfait, rather than parfait, which you might be tempted to say, particularly if you've come across it for the very first time. Or there could be local pronunciations from different countries which might confuse you. So again, kind of harking back a little bit to what I was talking about yesterday, the football manager, Jose Mourinho's first name is Jose, not Despite it being spelt J-O-S-E, it is not, as many thought when he first came to prominence, as the Spanish do, Jose. It is Jose Mourinho. And as I say, that did throw quite a few people when he first came into uh, prominence in British football several years ago. Get a better broadcast podcast and video voice continues tomorrow. I've got some more quirky ways of saying words tomorrow in the episode. And still to come in our series, we're going to be talking about things like tone and projection and pauses and intonation and conversationality as well as Get a Better Broadcast podcast and video voice continues. From London, I'm Peter Stewart. (laughs) 